Welcome back, everyone, to Across the Pond, the world's number one Persona 5 podcast. <laughs> I'm no your host, game. Blevins, also known as MokotoFan31. Joining <laughs> with me today, as always, is Mitchell, also known as DeliciousPancake69. How are you doing, Mitchell? I don't want to talk to you anymore after this. I'll you know what honest. the best thing about Persona 5 is? Yeah. It's the school. And you know what we have in common with Persona 5 school? I don't know. We what also do we have in common went with to school. I know that's crazy. I did. It's I a did coincidence, guys. But we did go to school. It's the school episode that we said about. We're going to be talking about school stories. We or both our went to. Uh, we both went to the pretty interesting schools in a way. <laughs> uh, in some ways more interesting than others. In some ways less interesting than others. But I think we both have a decent amount of stories to tell from our time. Uh, dealt in these in these fucking shitholes in some way. Uh, but Fairly different experiences. You being the beta male of your school and yep. me being the absolute alpha Chad. That's because you're seven mine. foot three. That's why. That's yes, why you're fucking well, Chad. I was due respect by that time. <laughs> <laughs> but I think more to start it off with, the more interesting thing that I find out about because. Alright, let, let's start from the beginning, right? So, primary school for me, and elementary for you, I'm guessing, is where it starts, doesn't it? Yeah. Is it elementary? Yeah. So, for those who don't know, Blevins here is a, would you say devout Christian? Is that the right word you would say? You're a Christian. You're, you're yeah. religious, right? And I'm the complete opposite. But we also, I went to a religious school. And like I did not. <laughs> and he did not. So, it's like this weird... At least with us, that we both had completely different experiences. So I had a more religious experience in school than he did. Yeah, I'm not religious, and he is. Which probably kind of, to be fair, it kind of says its own thing, doesn't it? That these fucking mm. schools beat the shit out of it. Of you. I... <sighs> yeah, I have, I have <clears throat> opinions on religious schools. Yeah, so I went to a... I, can't, I don't know if it was... Catholic or Christian, but it wasn't heavily. Like I know you see a lot of times, it's like, oh, I went to a Catholic school and there's like nuns running about bashing people with rulers. It wasn't happening <laughs> over it. It was more of a. There was a church by. There was a lot of like religious stuff that we did, in a way. So like prayer before every assembly, prayer before meals every day, sort of thing. Um, weekly, pe- like they'd take classes along to the uh, to the church every week, sort of thing. <laughs> Bible study. Shit like that, and it just... I'm going to say this now. If there's something that's going to make you less religious, it's that, as a kid, when you just want to play with Legos and lick wallpaper glue, but you can't Those are uh, tools of the devil. <laughs> wallpaper glue? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you ever go into a house that's got wallpaper on it, you're like, there's something Can't evil about it. this place. That's that's why they're always so creepy. Whenever you see like a creepy building, it always got peeling off wallpaper. You know what? I think you're onto something. Mm. I, I know what I'm talking about. Fox so News what, told me. What was your elementary school like then? I I don't know if I've ever told you this. I did not go to elementary school at a public school. I was homeschooled <laughs> until I was 12, which was the time that you entered middle school. Okay. Uh, or seventh grade for our American patriots. Um, so I was homeschooled by my mother. So was my sister for a while as well. Yeah. Um, which is usually a terrible, terrible option. Most kids that go to homeschool don't get taught anything, and they end up dumb and no social skills. My mom was a teacher. Yeah. Uh, by trade, so I didn't turn out dumb. 
I just didn't have social was skills. She like a, was she like a retired teacher sort of thing? Or? She wasn't retired. She she stopped teaching um, to take care of my sister and then also me when she had us. Um, so she was kind of a housewife, but also taught us. Yeah. So, um, but then after we both left school, after we graduated high school, or I guess she started when I was still in high school and I had, you know, enough autonomy to do whatever the heck I wanted. She actually went back to work and she became a tutor. Okay. And now, um, currently she's in, she's a, she teaches, um, pre-K. What is that? That is like four and five-year-olds, I think. Oh, Three so like four kindergarten. Four little, yeah, little bitty, little bitty kids. A little snotty Reception year, brats. we call that here. It's kindergarten yeah. for you, reception. Such a weird fucking name, dude. So, she does that now. Yeah. So. Yes, that makes sense. So, with the homeschooling stuff, was that more like just... I guess when you're you're that young, it's just the basic stuff, isn't it? Like, just cramming <laughs> that sort of like basic starts <clears throat> into you. Numbers, yeah. letters, words... Literacy. Yeah. I mean, I remember learning to read really early. Yeah. And stuff like that. But I, it also provides the autonomy to move really quickly through. Like, so by the time when I finished sixth grade in homeschool, I technically finished eighth grade. Oh, so you was on because like, because I was, you, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we can just plow through it because it's it's one person she's teaching, teaching me one person yeah. super focused learning so you can just yeah. kind of and also you don't have to go over topics too many times because there's yeah. like certain topics in a a public school you have to keep going over the same things a lot of times so everyone in the class gets it so you don't mm-hmm. have to do specific tutoring for some like people like i know i yeah. had that done a couple times for me because when i was super young i just couldn't wrap my head around maths at all mm-hmm. and it was just like okay Rest of the class is gonna go learn, you know, how to how to do their two times table. I just remember being like, oh, I'm just uh, I'm struggling here. <laughs> I can't I can't do these counting things. But but yeah, so I so when I got back into middle school or a public middle school, I'd already done the first two grades, so it was like a breeze. So how but old like, were you when you went into middle school? Twelve. So they, yeah, that's like the same. That's the start of like secondary school for us, then I guess. So and I really only did that <clears throat> because. We had a homeschool group um, that would meet every week and we'd like hang out and just like, you know, play games or talk or whatever yeah. the heck we were wanting to do. Um, and most of them, the vast majority and all of the ones that I actually cared to be around moved to public school, like yeah. my last year of homeschool. And I was like, you want to go? boring. I was like, I don't have anything, anybody to talk to or anything. To do so, I was like, and also, um, you can hear at least in Alabama. I don't know how it is in other states. I assume it's probably all the same. I played a lot of sports, or not a lot of sports. I played basketball and baseball. Mm-hmm. And sixth grade and under, you play what's considered rec league, and it's basically just like community ball. Um, so there are teams and uniforms and stuff, but like. Anybody in the county can kind of join as long as you're of the age group. You don't have to be anything specific. But once you hit seventh grade, you start playing for whatever school you go to. Yeah. And there's no homeschool baseball league. Or if there is, it was probably really stupid. So so I was like, well, I want to keep playing sports. So go into 
go yeah, to school. Like if, you, if you're homeschooled and you want to do sports, it's not exactly the not the best place. You can play with your mum. You could play with your mum. Could have just hit some balls around. I'm sure you'd have been fine. Uh, yeah. <laughs> sure. With uh, with mine, it was more, at least on the sports side, it was a bit weird to be honest. It was a lot of like just general PE stuff that I did when I was in primary school. So I guess I never really got into like big sports stuff. I think that's more of an American thing though, like a focus on sports. Yeah. Like at least in specific sports. Like in the UK, it was always like, okay, we're gonna do gymnastics today. We're gonna do football tomorrow. We're gonna do uh, field the next day. We'll do this and this and this. Like like just a bunch of random mm-hmm. stuff, which is always quite fun though. To be fair, because you got a a big mix of everything, and people got to kind of find out what they wanted to do a little bit easier. But, yeah, and they do that here in school as well. Like you have yeah. PE times, and they'll play a plethora of different like sports of the day for an hour or whatever. But this is always like after school stuff. And so kids that were still in school, public schools, they would still come after school and we'd have practice and stuff. I just didn't do what, I mean, I had like recess times. I'd just go outside and beat a stick into another <laughs> stick or something for an hour or I'd dude, do something stupid uh, outside. Playtime play was always fucking lit, dude. They were, um, at my school, so there was, Two separate playgrounds. There was a small playground for years one, two, three. So I don't know what that. So first three years of, of primary mm. school and also reception as well. So first four years technically, and then after that, uh, four, five, and six, they had like the big playground. You know, in, mm. in year three, dude, you're like, <laughs> next year we're going over there. <laughs> so look at that. <laughs> look at the size of that playground, dude. And um, from there there was a massive field attached to the back of it. I'm talking like, I don't even know what it, it, well, it contained like a 100 meter sprint area, a, like a full like circuit kind of like, like track and field area. And then like in between them. So imagine them two in like an L shape sort of thing. And then on the other side, there was like all these like big hills areas with like trees and like these big concrete, like, (laughs) do you know, like construction sites, they've like the big concrete cylinders. Yeah. It was just a bunch of those just scattered around. There's yeah. almost a spot, man. All the cool kids sat in the cylinders when it was too sunny out or climbing the trees and shit like that. But it'd be like dealed in like, Pokemon cards. Whenever, whenever it was summertime, you'd be like, Oh god, I really hope the field's open today. <laughs> I really hope that <laughs> and they're like, kids, today we're gonna be out in the field and it's like Yes Yes, I can't wait to go stand in the grass. I'm like, Can't it's gonna be so good, dude. But <laughs> if you if you wanna like Feel of what our school was like, right? In a, in a sad way, <laughs> we had a thing in our in the playgrounds. There was one in the field. There was one in each playground called the friendship bench, <laughs> and you sat on it okay. if you had no friends and you wanted people to play with you. And then people come over and go, "We're playing, we're playing tag over here. We're playing it. You want to come play with us?" And we're like, "No, bro, <laughs> I don't want to do that." <laughs> so dude, the friendship bench, dude, it was lit. So good. I sat sat, sat on there for so long. No one liked me. Man. <laughs> <laughs> I had my times on the I had my times on the No, to be, do you know, in, in primary school, I think this is, it's, uh, we can go sad story time, right? Is for a lot of it, I was incredibly chatty. Like I definitely took after my mum sort of thing. Like 
I would speak to anyone. I wouldn't stop talking sort mm. of thing, you know. It's kind of like now. And... Always, like, chat, 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 chat sort of thing. And then in year five and year six, I've pretty much got it beaten out of me by the teachers sort of thing. They're like, he talks too much. Um, they would constantly give me detention for, like, talking if I talk too much to people. <coughs> um, I was in a choir, and we got to, re- like, to perform at, like, a hall. And I was sitting next to my friend at the back of it. And I was chatting with him, and they suspended me for like two weeks from school for talking. It's like I got to the point by like the end of year six, going into like secondary school, I was just so incredibly like shy because in the back of my mind, I'm like, if I talk, I get in trouble, sort of thing. Yeah. Like, let's just be quiet. And then through like the first, like, I'd say almost like three years of secondary school, I was just silent. I just made like next to no friends just because I just didn't want I'm like, if I talk to someone, <laughs> they're going to send me home. Right. <laughs> but I fucking hate Like, there were so many good things that happened in my primary school. Definitely. There was a lot of like very good memories from it. A lot of good things that happened. And they, they definitely did a lot of cool shit. But the way that they treated the kids at times, especially for stuff like that, was just a joke. Yeah. I. I guess I kind of get that. I I don't know if I was shy per se, but like because I was homeschooled, my uh, social skills <laughs> didn't really develop too yeah. well. Yeah, it's um, understandable though. Isn't it? And not to like, like not that I couldn't talk to somebody, but like I didn't understand a lot of what people talked about, and I didn't listen to a lot of the music that people listened to. And like I guess it was just like I was my my culture that I knew was not the same culture that everybody else knew. And so gone. So like any joke just about any pop culture reference that was outside of like action movies mm-hmm. or uh any dirty joke um or word or most everything that makes like, you know, Young preteens laugh. Basic, like saying the word "but" and being like, "Yeah," <laughs> and being like, "Oh, yeah, uh, I bet he's, but he, he's been in the bathroom for fifteen minutes. But he's, but he's jacking off in there." But I don't <laughs> you were saying that, that, that in, in fucking. No, I didn't say that's what, what other fuck? people would be saying. What the fuck? And, I didn't even find about jacking off until I was like thirteen years old, and I'm like, yeah. "Well, that's what I'm saying, like twelve or 13. Oh, Okay, fair enough. And so, but like people would be saying that, I'd be like, "I don't know what that means," uh, because you know. I was homeschooled, and so... What do you mean, jerking off? Yeah, oh, well, that's it, like, slang. I guess basic slang I didn't understand as well for that kind of stuff. And so a lot of stuff just went over my head, and I felt really kind of, like, left out about it. And uh, I don't know, people thought, like... People just thought I was weird, I guess, because, like, oh. I would read a lot, and I would just kind of, like, do my own thing, and people like, that's kind of weird. And See, I had the same sort of thing as well in secondary school. Like, another thing to put on top of the whole, like, being told not to talk. I went into secondary school, like, okay, I'm going to try and make friends here, you know? Like, let's just get into this. But by the time I was, like, 12, 13, I had quite an adult sense of humor because I used to watch, like, a lot of, like, comedians, DVD Mm -hmm. comedians. Like, I'm sure you've heard of, like, Lee Evans. Yeah. People like Lee Evans and, like, um, trying to think who else. Just, like, British comedians a lot of the time. Like, watching my dad's, like, things. I'd, like, decently adult sense of humor which was just a bit like weird as well so i'd make Mm. jokes thinking like ah, yeah these are funny jokes and just no one would get them or 
not think they're funny, and they're like, this kid's fucking weird. <laughs> what yeah. the fuck's he talking about? I'm like, <laughs> and I guess I kind of was, but like, I don't know, I was just, just didn't understand. And I guess I got a little better as time went on, but it took a while. <laughs> yeah, definitely. But it's, it's, I'm trying to think, try to put it into words. Like when you're just so socially inept, sometimes as a child, it's hard to to be able to get your bearings in that sort of way. Because some kids definitely get it, or are, are the same as other kids, like mm-hmm. straight up. And if you're like, oh, I want to try and join in, there is just no way you can do it. Because first of all, kids are fucking mean. Yeah. Kids are mean. They're just evil people, <laughs> all of them. And if you're like stuck in a bad crowd. Or like just not in one at all. It's so hard to get in. So you kind of, you kind of made like you make it or break it depending on those like initial like impressions, I guess that you make on yeah. other kids. And in a way, I guess I'm kind of glad, like looking back on it, that it went the way it did because I definitely didn't hang around with the bad crowd. Ugh, but it definitely ruined a lot of it for me. Yeah. I I had a rough couple of years, um, mm-hmm. my ninth and especially tenth grade years, because I hadn't hit puberty yet. So I was like, so this would be like 15, 16. Yes. And so I was a very late bloomer. Um, but uh, I didn't really, like, I didn't hang out with people outside of school. I did sports, but because I hadn't, like, puberty yeah i was kind of lacking in like the i guess the coordination and athleticism that comes with like hitting puberty you know yeah and so i was kind of behind the curve on that and the people above me uh in like the grade above me made fun of me a lot i was one of the few people in my grade that played sports especially uh, basketball so uh, it was mostly older kids and they just it wasn't like, oh, they're just kind of being dudes and making fun of people like how we always do. Like, you know, everybody kind of makes fun of each other. Oh, yeah. But like, they were like, hated me and bullied me. And I, it made me like hate myself and them. Um, but it was terrible for a long time. But eventually, uh, I remember after 10th grade, that summer happened. I didn't see a single soul of the people that I went to school with, like the whole summer. I worked a little bit uh, at a Kroger, which was terrible. What's a Kroger? Is that like a supermarket sort of thing? Yeah, it's like a, it's just a grocery store. Yeah. Um, and I was like a bagger boy. So I made a little bit of money, a little spending cash, a little, Fair you boy. know, something to do, something to buy Battlefield Bad Company 2 with. Oh, now we're talking. That's <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then, um, but I didn't notice... But I grew a lot that summer. <laughs> I went from like <clears throat> five nine, five ten to like six two by the end of the summer. That's I grew a, a lot. I did like not notice it. I didn't realize it until I it was locker day before school, which is like the day <laughs> you, you get your signed your locker. Yeah, I got to school and I was like, everybody's short. I was like, what happened? <laughs> and I remember this girl, her, her name was Amber. She walked up to me and she's a very short person, but like, she was like literally like half my height. 
And she like looked straight up and she was like, what happened? <laughs> I was like, I, I, was like I, I didn't even know it either. I didn't know either. So apparently I'd hit puberty over summer. And uh, after that, it got a lot better because I, the athleticism came. I got taught. Yes, I got, I, I, I looked down on everybody else. I became the bully. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> but like the older kids were no longer taller than me. I was. So you just towered than... over them at that point. They're just more embarrassed. And to be honest, it's kind of part of me that's like with these American school stereotypes. You hear that I'm like the older kids didn't get worse with you because they're like, oh, he thinks he's better than us now because he's big. Yeah. But no, I think a lot of it was just like I don't know. And then I wasn't going to play basketball that year. I was going to let the older kids like graduate, and then I would come back on my senior year. Mm-hmm. But two of the older kids that I actually did like, um, they convinced me to play. They were like, come on. They were like, you're like 6'2". <laughs> you have to play How basketball. How can you not play basketball with 6'2", uh, dude? I was like, two, dude. It's like fine. Um, but it worked out pretty well. See, unfortunately for me, with the, with the bully aspect, I guess, because in primary school... I, d- I didn't really get bullied too much, you know. There was the occasional like thing because there's always that one fucking classmate sort of thing, yeah. uh, and he would just bully everyone sort of thing. But it wasn't awful. Secondary school, on the other hand, was not good like at all for me. Like uh, constant, just like making fun of me. First of all, my last name is 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 Hoare, which is already just horrific like just getting the piss taken out of me for that and as a child you're like i just can't deal with this sort of thing and then uh every almost every single day that i'd walk home from school i'd get jumped <laughs> like just get either <laughs> like, just either beaten really up is England. Or, yeah beaten up or like ties they just get whipped with ties and shit like that and it's like ah great T- oh like a necktie yeah like a like a necktie they just peel it off and then you just hear like three people sprinting up behind you like <laughs> just get the shit ripped out of you but that sort of stuff it wasn't exclusively me a lot of the time you'd see him do it to other people but like you can tell who they were picking on sort of thing because yeah. coming into secondary school I was already like awkward as hell making bad jokes I was quite nerdy as well like my school was not a very nerdy school and if you were then you were a target sort of thing Yeah. Uh, and then by the end of like year nine it was getting a little better it wasn't like awful it was just like on and off and then uh and then my eyes went <laughs> then i had to wear glasses <laughs> so, Poor eyes. so then it that it it ramped back up again for a little while but then in the last two years my secondary school it wasn't too bad because uh, i got put in a special program i'll speak about it a little bit later when we get to it if we talk about stuff like that but it was, i was more around like like-minded people there are still a few cunts in the class sort of thing but a lot of us were doing um, like the same course, which was like engineering mechanics. So there's a lot of lads, lads. So it was just it turned from bullying into banter, sort of thing. And by that point, I could take it, you know. Mm-hmm. Punches still hurt, you know. But <laughs> yeah, if someone called I... me fat, four eyes, take the piss out of my last name, I could give it back just as good as I could take it at that point. And it's like, okay, this is <coughs> it's more funny at this point. But when you're just like you get braided by it day in day out, and it's like. Dude, kids are assholes. I'll say it again, man. Like, they are fucking evil people. Even, like, up to, like, 15, 16 years old. Until you actually get, like, a conscience. And you're like, oh, this mm. isn't a good thing to do. Yeah, there was... I guess... 
verbal abuse was definitely bad, but we never really had much instances of like physical like bullying much. I mean, there's always something, right? But like, yeah, I think a lot of it was like my school is a very small school, and so everybody knew each other. So like, if you like really beat up on somebody, somebody else is probably going to do something about it. Either whether it's like tell you off or beat you up or because there's going to be someone that's probably in your corner, you know? So see, unfortunately for us, I feel like there was more, there's more of a hierarchy in the school, you know, like the classic, like the cool kids at the top sort of thing. And then like the bullies sort of thing, kind of like mixed in with them and no one would fight the bullies and other bullies wouldn't fight other bullies. You know, they're all band together sort of thing. And then from down there, from you had like your clicks sort of thing. Like I was definitely part of like, I'd like to say like the weird kids, I guess, you know, like the ones that don't really fit in anywhere. Like, Mm -hmm. because I wasn't exactly a nerd. So I wasn't like, because there was like people who went to chess clubs, went to book clubs sort of thing. You had like sports people. I was not part of that. There were like the creative arts people sort of thing. There were the, like just a bunch of like different like little cliques and I just didn't fit into any of them. But in a way as well. I'm glad I was in that because the people I met there were a hell of a lot more interesting. There just wasn't like yeah. two-dimensional dense people that are like, oh, yeah, I'm the popular kid in school, dude. This is my peak. I'm going to work in a Burger King. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's people that peak in high school. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, the people that I met there, 100%, it was worth it in a way. You know, and I guess it's a, it's a bit of a grim way of looking at it. I'm kind of glad in a way, looking back on it now, that the verbal bullying was such a big thing. Because it lets you just like be able to shun any of it any of it to the side now. Like yeah. that I work in like a semi customer service based job. And if I was if I was like top dog the whole way through school and then someone that I was delivering to called me a cunt, I'd just break down crying. I'd be like, no one's ever called me that before. But I'm like, I get called that daily. <laughs> You're nothing. Yeah, I've built uh, up a barrier. <laughs> yeah, I definitely think I got some thick skin from yeah, my time exactly. in school. Not that but, I've really needed it too much afterwards, but every now and then. But... Away from the sad <clears throat> stuff, there was definitely good stuff that happened. A hundred percent in my school. Like yeah. there's some just fucking, just s- stupid fucking stories from from inside it. Do you, I'm guessing you have a few of, your, few of your own as well, don't you? I do have a few. Do you want to start like with? Okay. Wants, yeah, you start. You start. You start. Okay. Um. Well, <laughs> there's a there's a bunch of really like small stories. Not much of it involves me that i can think of yeah um there was but there was one we had a bunch of just like i don't want to say crazy people they weren't crazy people it was just like why would you do that kind of people um <laughs> yeah we like there was <laughs> yeah, we i remember like uh there was one time um there was an assembly happening uh happening and it was supposed to be only for like uh seniors I think and maybe juniors so that's like 11th and 12th grade and uh, and I was a junior at the time and I can't remember why I was in there but I remember like walking in there and all the seniors were already in there and they were all kind of like freaking out a little bit not in like a bad way but like a, oh my gosh like everybody was kind of surprised turns out <clears throat> this assembly that hasn't even started yet 
Um, and they were all just kind of hanging out near the stage in the auditorium. This girl got proposed to in the middle of school. Uh. And she said yes, but if she did it out of like, oh, I'm not going to say no to him in front of all his friends kind of thing. Because they didn't end up getting married. But no. like, I was like, I kind of like walked in and saw everybody and like three or four of the seniors turned to me and were like, um, I was like, what happened? They were like, she got proposed to. And I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, it's, it's one o'clock in the day. What do you mean? We're all still in school. You couldn't wait till, you it's know, you got to, to the parking it. lot or something. It's the best place to do it. Right in the middle of the day, in the middle yeah. of school, in front of everyone. And so it was just really weird. Oh, I got, you know what? That, that makes me think of a story that I did. Um, I was a part of more of. I got used as a prank by the 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 principal and the vice principal of the school. Um, so uh, there was one day I was sitting in class, and over the speakers comes it was like uh, Coach Ellis. He's like, yeah. He's like, is Hayden in your class? Um, or sorry, is Blevins in your class? I just doxed myself. Oh, fuck, bro. Uh, okay, you gave your last name again. We, we can away. cut that. We can cut we that. We can cut that, yeah. <laughs> cut that. Uh, but um, and he's like, yeah. It's like, I needed to see him in the auditorium. And I was like, what the heck? I was like, why? I was like, what's going on? And he, of course, everybody, when you hear, you know, you get called up by the vice principal or whatever, they get the, ooh, what'd you do? You know, kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, I have no idea what I did or did not do. And so I like walked over there and um, I open the door and I start walking in and there's these three people in like kind of dressy clothes, uh, the vice principal, the principal and six or seven of the like, quote unquote, bad kids of the school, like the ones who either didn't care, uh, want to drop out, but aren't going to yeah. don't ever do their work or they're just like kind of actually bad. Uh, the naughty boys. Yeah. Like they're the ones that, you know, they have their own click. They're all just a bunch of delinquents kind of thing for the most part. And I was like, why am I here? I was like, what is going <laughs> on? I was like immediately suspicious. I was like, I don't associate really with any of these people. So I like walk down there and obviously, and I look a lot different than these people. Like, they're not very well kept people, but I, I, you know, I'm very hygienic. I was clean and stuff like that, and dress a lot different. And so I look down there, and I kind of sit in the uh, on the row, and uh, I look over the vice principal, Mr. Wildman, and he's got this this grin on his face, and I was like, "What is What's he doing?" On? I was What's like, "Something's wrong." And they're like, "Okay, everybody's here," and the one of the ladies that was part of the people that I didn't know. They were obviously part of some organization. So handing out these papers. And I take and I get my pencil out and I'm like, it was stuff like, are you happy at this school? Uh, is there anything we can do to motivate you to do better? Um, is there anything you don't think it's being taken care of that needs to be taken care of? I was like, what is going on here? I was like, these are really weird questions. And I, like, look up at Mr. Wildman and the principal, and they're, like, trying not to look at me. And I'm like, what is going on? And uh, so they start going through each of our names, and they're like, so what's your name? What's your name? What's and they get to me, and I was like, I'm Hayden Blevins. And they were like, okay, but they're like, wait, 
Blevins. And I was like, yeah. And they were like, you know, you know, Chris Blevins. And I was like, yeah, it's my dad. And they go, they, they all three like turned to the principal and the vice principal who are about to like start cackling at this point. Yeah. And they're like, why is he here? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, what is going on? And, uh, they were like, you just go back to class. You don't need to be here. And I'm like, what is going on? Well, I got pulled over uh, by Mr. Wildman later at track practice. He's wow. our track coach, Wildman. And um, I was like, what What happened today? And he was like, oh, he's like, uh, that's an assembly for the whatever the heck their names were. Um, they go around and talk to like the the bad kids of the school to see what the school can do to get them more involved. It's a, it's a BS organization that okay, doesn't matter yeah, yeah, from the I state. And, um, he was like, we were supposed to provide seven people. We only had six to give them. We thought it'd be funny if we brought you in here. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, are you serious? And I was like, okay. And so I got used as a prank by our principals. And so, so how did they know your dad? Was that, or was that just, my dad was, a uh, director on the board of education for the county, oh, okay. and so they come down to the the uh, the office a lot where all those people are, and so they just knew who he was. And I asked my dad about it later, <clears throat> and I was like, "You know who these people are?" He's like, "Yeah, they're a bunch of useless people." <laughs> <laughs> He's like, "It's people that don't have anything better to do, so they create something stupid to do from the state." Uh, and I was like, oh, "We yeah. had so many things like that." in primary school of like them coming to speak to the whole class though sort of thing once mm. again always fucking religious right we would they had these two people that would come around and they would go they, they would ask like a question and they go and you know what you must think like you must ask this to yourself because what would jesus do and we're like uh and then they play a song <laughs> and they would be like what would jesus do and then they would ask like a question and then they'd be like what would Jesus do? And then it's, oh, it was fucking horrific. He'd be like, did somebody graffiti on your homework? What would Jesus do? He would forgive them. <laughs> You're like, ah, oh, yes, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I love that guy. <laughs> guy's lit. <laughs> His crew is big and it keeps getting bigger. Yeah, oh, no. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You need to, you need to calm down. <laughs> we, we can't be getting cancelled just yet. Well, this is when we can do it. We can say whatever we want now, and we can always can delete we? it if we get big. I don't know about that. I don't think that's how it works. I don't think that's how it works at all. Nobody ever would ever st- go into the past to bring up something we've done in the past and hold it against us. That's just never like, happened. Just like we're doing now about with the schools. You know? Yeah. Did you ever have that, though? Like, people come around for, like, assemblies and stuff like that. Like, hello, this is... My name is Paul. I'm from your local fire department, and we're going to show you how the jaws of life work. And they just decapitate a child in front of you. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. uh, Nothing as fun as that. Um, But, yeah, we'd have people... um, we had military people come be like, you should join the military, and it's the greatest thing in the world. Um, And... You know, just random stuff. Sometimes it was fun, sometimes it wasn't. Um, there is one in particular that I love because it's it's just it's fantastic. Uh, it is for eleventh uh, and twelfth graders, and you have to go to it before prom. Uh, do you know what prom is? Yeah, we was meant to have one, <clears throat> but our uh, our. <laughs> 
our principal <laughs> cut it because he he was angry pretty much. He was having a bad year because he wasn't allowed to take his blazer off. That's <laughs> nah, not a joke, by the way. He got he he, <laughs> he got he got constantly bullied by the fucking the by all the students, right? Because he put in a rule when he kept, when he became the principal that no one could take their blazers off because he wasn't allowed to. And everyone's like, why aren't you allowed to? He's like, oh, because I have sleeve tattoos. So no one else is allowed to take their blazers off. Like in the middle of summer, everyone's just fucking roasting. Like uh, there was actually kids like passing out from dehydration because they're wearing like you know like shirt, blazer, yeah. tie, and like if you if you have your top button undone, it's game over for you, buddy. And they just pass out and they're like, idiot, <laughs> self-important <laughs> douchebag. Anyway, as you were saying, um, but yeah. So uh, basically, I can't remember what they called it, but. Um, they would haul us out on the school bus to this parking lot next to um, what was called South Park, and uh, that's that where show. the <laughs> that's where the track um, and a couple of baseball fields for the the county are. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they would bring this busted up car um, that looked like it had been flipped like fourteen times. And they would have several people from our class do essentially a play uh, and try and do like the shock, like drama of uh, people drinking and driving and what happens when you drink and drive. <laughs> and they just throw the fucking car 15 feet. Yeah. Oh, it was like, uh, it was like, this is what happens when you drink and drive after prom. And uh, it was like, and they would like play sounds. And then there would be, like, our classmates in, like, this, in suits and stuff, and they'd have, like, uh, makeup and stuff on them that looked like they got blood on them and stuff, and they'd be, like, laying over the car and then, like, out in the, <laughs> the, the parking lot, like, laid out like they got thrown out of the car and stuff. And be like, oh, man, if only I hadn't drank and drive, my friends would be, you know, something like that. And it was, I mean, obviously it's like, yeah, I get what you're trying to say, but, like... <laughs> Okay. <laughs> sure. For like stuff like that, as I said, like we would have like firemen come over and they'd be like, if you'd like to join us outside, we come outside. And they'd have like some crushed car and they'd be like, if you was in this car, here's how we get you out. And there'd be some geezer would walk out with like the jaws of life and just rip the fucking roof off a car. You're like, yeah, sick, bro. They did, they did do that. The, the fire department was always, and the police department was always a part of it. Yeah. And I guess there was always like a paramedic there too. And they and would the be like, oh, come. there's someone in the, and they would like cut a door open. And uh, which was cool, but there was no better day than when the fireman came and they cut something open or broke a car, or when the mm. book van arrived and we could go get books for free. That was always pretty sick too. Did what? The book van, the book lorry. There was a book truck. It was like a bus. <laughs> I've said like four different vehicles. It was a vehicle of some sort with four wheels on it, and it had a bun. It had like a, a mini library on the back of it. And they'd go around to primary schools and they'd be like, come on, you can have one book for free. And you'd be like, oh, yeah, They're very nice. But then you find out afterwards that your mum and dad paid the school for a book voucher that they could give you to get a book for quote unquote free. But as a kid, you're like, is it? Oh, they're making money from this. It's just, <laughs> this is crazy business. They're just driving around to schools, giving out free books. It was fantastic. Did you guys not have a library? Uh, our library in our um, primary school was a trailer. With, like, a tiny, uh, it was it was tiny. It was literally how can I explain? Like the size of like a big wardrobe. Of hmm. it was a library sort of thing. Wow. And, yeah, 
We had like an actual library in our um in secondary school in high school, whatever you want to call it. Uh, we did. We had a massive library there, but not in the first one. Yes. But our our school on the second one. It was more of a the one thing that our secondary school had big time is it was a it's primarily a technology and sports school. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. So for like the technology departments, it like so we're talking like cooking, textiles, so like sewing, stuff like that, engineering, <coughs> uh, graphic design, that sort of stuff, you know, like just basic technology sort of jobs and stuff like that. They had like these crazy facilities, like I'm talking like, you know, brand new lathes, 3D printers. Well, no, I think they had 3D printers as we were leaving sort of thing. That was like a new tech, I guess, that it was like, oh, schools have now got it. Uh, like CNC machines, like laser cutters, and then like full, like really fucking nice kitchens and proper sewing machines. And oh, it was really nice. And then for the sports aspect, we had a massive sports hall with four Olympic trampolines. Uh it was a big basketball court, indoor football court with like movable things in there, so you could like like pull on like these big metal bars, and it would change like what was in there, sort of thing. Oh my gosh! Yeah, it was really. And then right at the back, the like the crowning jewel, I guess, of the place was there was a full size football pitch, astroturf, mm. and it was massive. And our local football team uses it. Like, dude, we the, would like, have Premier killed League. for something like that. It was we we had a amazing That's a gym with some mats you could pull out. Yeah, no, there was so much stuff, and then also there was like tennis courts and badminton courts and stuff oh like gosh, that. As well. How big was your school? It was pretty like the playgrounds, as you would call them. They doubled as like playground and tennis courts. I think how many tennis courts were there? Being well, there was about I say probably about eight tennis courts. Honestly, maybe more with like mini five-a-side football pitches as well outside. It was big. I'll have to send you a like a picture of it over the top. I'd say I'd put it on Twitter, but I'm not going to dox where I live. <laughs> so, but I'll, uh, I'll show you what it looks like. But it's a, it was big, like that sort of bit. It was massive. We didn't have anything. If you wanted to do like any kind of specialized technology kind of stuff, like especially with um, like CNC machines or like auto body stuff, yeah, or um, we did have an 3D printing or anything like that. Man. You had to go to. You could sign up for like certain tech classes uh, at a um, one of the bigger county schools and they had that stuff and you would go there in the mornings and take that class and you yeah. would come back to your school. I just remembered as well for the sports side, <coughs> there was also a field, like um, two massive fields, one for like track and field stuff. So, you know, like 100 meter sprints with like the big ring, whatever you want to call it. I never know what to call it. Just a big track, you know, uh, shot put stuff there was a rugby field there as well with a football field like a, just a grass one that one wasn't very that, the grass one wasn't used very much because the astroturf and mm-hmm. stuff like that. and then also outside of the school but it was attached to the school was a swimming pool as well like an olympic swimming pool <laughs> there was a rumor at my school that the gym secretly was it opened up and underneath there was a pool where, where only the faculty could go swimming, but they can't tell anybody. It's a secret. The funny thing was, the swimming pool for, for, for the secondary school, I never went to in secondary school, but I went there in primary school because they would take us there. You'd be like, okay, hmm. we're going down to like the 100 of who 
I can't say that. I'm gonna have to beep that as well. Fuck's sake! I'm gonna have to go down. To, we're going down to the school swimming pool sort of thing, and we're going there and doing swimming. But I never went in in actual secondary school. Hmm. Did you ever do like out of school activities stuff like that? Nothing like that. I think sometimes I remember a couple times. I mean, we had field trips, but like, I had one field trip, and they were, I'll be honest, it was fucking sick. We went to uh, went to Ypres in France or Belgium, sorry, where and where is like World War Two trenches, World War One trenches, sorry. Yes, which was a very very cool school trip. I'll be honest. We okay. A lot of this is like we were a very small school. We didn't have money to do stuff like this, but there were a few times we were like we would take field trips to um like a city or two over and if there was something local like we went and saw the local printing press for the like the biggest paper in our like county um we'd go to the park sometimes and do things um or anything that's just like kind of somewhat educational we went and saw plays every now and then at the theater um but there was one field trip that happened my when I was like 15 or 16 I think um, and one teacher wanted to take everybody down to the beach I don't remember which beach it was but like um, some beach in Alabama I don't know if it was in Alabama It no it was Florida because he wanted to go by Disney World for like a day or two or something like that. And basically they just did this big trip. Like they flew down there and then they went to like Disney world. And then they went to like these bunch of like historic, it was the history class. So they went all these like historic, uh, places like stuff that you see in the civil war or, um, stuff that was important, like in some war or some history point. Um, but I didn't go on that because it cost a lot of money. A lot more than it probably should have. Yeah. And um, I didn't want to get money for that. And, uh, but. School trips always cost like an arm and a leg, though, don't they? Realistically. This one was more than anything that I have seen since I've been. This is the biggest one I saw. But, plus, I had other things I had to do. Like, I had sports to take care of and stuff like that. So, I, I just didn't. He got pissed about that. There were a few people. Um, about half the class went, about half the class didn't. And he was, he got legitimately angry at the people that didn't want to go. He's like, I guess you guys just didn't want to go have fun and, and do good stuff. And I'm like, like, motherfucker, we got things to do. We got school. I was like, <laughs> yeah, I was like, first off, most of these people can't afford stuff like that. Like we lived in a pretty poor city, all the, or town, village, yeah. more than anything. Like most of these people, it was going to be like, it was going to be like, $1,500 or something per That's student. a lot, man. Holy yeah. Shit. And I was like, dude, I was like, my parents could have afforded it, but I wasn't going to ask them to pay that. And I didn't want to raise that money. And so I was like, I'll just not go. So, but most of these people, their parents are living paycheck to paycheck. You can't expect them to spend You can't expect, and, and then you're going to piss at them for not being able to afford it. Like, no. No, that's the thing. Don't. Like even with that, um, 
the trip to France. I don't remember it being like super, super, super expensive. It was definitely like, <coughs> like I remember my mum and dad saying, "If you go on this, you're never going on another school trip," sort of thing. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, and I was like, "That's fine. Like, if you will let me go, that would be fucking awesome." And I'm so happy. I, I can't thank them enough. But I don't. I think it was only like, I say only, you know, like three hundred, four hundred pounds. Mm-hmm. But that was a trip overseas. You know, like we took a took the uh, the Eurostar over to or the Euro Tunnel over to France, went through Belgium, went to like the went to the trenches, went to a war memorial, and then got taken to like this town for dinner that was all paid for. And then we could go into like this little little Belgium town, go shopping and stuff like that. And yeah. We were given like paid like money to go and spend. I know this trip. He like took him to like really fancy hotels. And, like, these crazy events. And so, I guess it would have cost that much, but, like, they weren't staying at Best Western, you know? It was yeah. it was really expensive stuff. I will say but, the best thing the best thing I ever did was in... Because I, I went to summer school for two weeks uh, after I finished year six. So, uh, finishing primary school, going into secondary school. So, mm-hmm. it's kind of like an extra thing that we got to do because I was in the top 1% in i think in kent so around my area where like in science so it was like okay for our tests at the end because i'm guessing you do you do like um like a test at the end of well you never went did you did you was homeschooled so do you know if that's the thing though like a test at the end of uh elementary school uh a lot of people take the SAT at that time. Yeah, that's what it's called here as well. It's the SATs. So I'm guessing. So same sort of thing. But yeah, top one percent of that. So I got to go to this like free, fully paid for summer school by the government. And dude, mm-hmm. we did some fucking awesome stuff. Like we were going like it was it was still five days a week each week. But we went to like museums, we got like a fast pass, like full full access, a uh, exhibit to a tune to uh, t- I can't fucking talk tonight, man. Holy shit, I'm just stumbling over my words. A Tutun Car Moon exhibit in the O2 Arena, and it was mm-hmm. like pretty much only dust there. <coughs> walking around, got given like a guide. We did like a bunch of like forensic stuff as well, but we was like constantly going on like trips to London and going out for meals and going to all these like crazy fucking places and doing all this like really cool shit. Going to like. National Science Museum, National History Museum, uh, like those sort of exhibits constantly. And it was like, holy shit, this is free. <laughs> yeah. I, should, I should be smarter more often. And then it went downhill after that for me. But, you know, there's the way the cookie crumbles, as they say. I could think on a few things, kind of like week-long excursion kind of stuff like that. Um but that was more, that wasn't like our whole school. That was like, <clears throat> like the one I think I, um, it's probably the most expensive one. It was called a Joe Wheeler youth tour. And, um, you have to like put in an application to go on it. It's probably like um, the Duke it, of Edinburgh stuff then. That we it's kind of one of those things. It's like, oh, it looks good on a college application kind of stuff. <clears throat> but, um, what it was, it was like, it was all over the state, pretty much. Um, but me and this... Uh, I know a couple of people from my grade 
they had put in for it, but they didn't get it. One other girl did. And, but, um, basically they, we met at this, this place and, um, Joe Wheeler, the company, uh, which is like a power company. They basically own the world down here. Yeah. And, um, they took us out to Montgomery. Yeah. And which is our capital. And we ate at the, we stayed at this really nice hotel. Nicer than I've ever stayed in in my life or probably ever will. Like they were really fancy. And, um, uh, we ate really nice food. We had, uh, we were taken around the city and we saw these like really nice, um, I guess memorials and like historical stuff. And we went through these museums. Uh, and then one night we went to the state Capitol building. We went up to the penthouse and we had this super fancy political dinner with like a <laughs> whole bunch of like state representatives, the governor, Donald like Trump. all the, the, the uh, yeah, well, <laughs> this was long before then. Thank goodness. Uh, but um, just like all these like important people to the whole state, and we got to meet them and have these this really crazy dinner. And then I remember either the second or third night, they gave us a little time for everybody to get kind of acclimated with one another. Uh, all the people we didn't quite know too well yet. They basically had like, not a prom, but like a, a party. We legit just had a party down in like the hotel um, what grade dining was area. Then? Huh? What grade was you in at this point? This was, I was... Seventeen at the so time, like near I the think. end. Yes, and uh, so I was at Alpha Chad status by this point. <laughs> you were you were nine foot four. I you was, were dunking <laughs> on people, who were jumping. Yeah, everybody loved me at this point. Uh, I was fit. I was, you know, you could happy. I was, I was <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you joke, but my man, all the bitches love. Uh, but they had this, like, we had this really fancy dinner with portobello, uh, chicken. Mushrooms. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Stuffed in the chicken. <laughs> and, uh, all this crazy stuff. And then they moved all the dining tables to the side and had this pad, this, like, party pad, and played all this crazy music. And we basically just had a party for, like, three or four hours. Dude, America won, uh, bro. Dude, it you was great. Wine. And then, uh, so we went to bed after that. And then when we went out on this big excursion, um... Where we went all the like the museums and all that stuff. It was a long day. Oh, and we got to go to the local, uh, their local baseball team. They were called the Montgomery Biscuits. Hmm. And we got to eat their biscuits. Um, our what biscuits, biscuit? not your biscuits. <laughs> we, we've already discussed this. We, no, we, yeah, uh, no. we had a whole podcast <laughs> on it. Trudy's episode one, if you want to know what yeah. biscuit is from Blood. And, uh, which they were really good. And then we came back. They, as we were walking to the elevators, to our rooms, they had tables lined up across this whole huge room. They were stacked, like seven or eight boxes tall. And can you guess what it was? Was it biscuits? That's right. It was Krispy Kreme donuts. Whoa, what the fuck, dude? They were handing them out to a whole box to each person that that walked by. I grabbed three. What, <laughs> boxes? <laughs> I what grabbed three fuck? dozen donuts. What the fuck, dude? Because at one point, they like saw how many people were left coming in. They saw how much more donuts they had. And they were like, 
here, just take we, them. We need and they're like, we where, where are these gone? And so me and the guy I was rooming with at the time both got up there and we both had like six boxes of donuts. And Fucking we, uh, we like invited a couple other dudes over to our room. We were like, there's a movie on. I can't remember what we watched. Some crazy movie. And we just ate donuts and chilled and watched the a Jason movie. Jason Bourne trilogy while watching. <laughs> while, while eating. <laughs> How many? I was trying to do the maths in my head. There's fucking six 30, dozen donuts. 36 donuts. Just like, mmm, yes. Yeah, it was great. Well, they all had their own boxes of donuts as well. What the fuck? I didn't so, even think about that. Yeah. Uh, it's great. That was that was that was a fantastic. We all felt terrible. We didn't go to sleep that night till like three a.m. After we got done, rush, dude. Yeah, after we got done, we like met up with another group of dudes and we just kind of like explored the hotel. We went down and uh, <clears throat> we saw like just a bunch of people. And there was one day. This was in the middle of the day. The, um. I don't know if you know what the, like the Salem March is or whatever, or March to Salem or whatever it's called. I've never heard of it. It's no. like a civil rights thing, um, and there's this big like civil rights march, and it's kind of like a traditional uh, thing that happens every year. But um, a bunch of civil rights leaders were at that hotel we were at while we were there, um, like just just a bunch of them and it was kind of neat seeing them there was a presidential candidate at the time his name was Newt Gingrich he didn't win obviously but uh, uh, obviously yeah he um we got to see him he taught he spoke to us he was really boring his <laughs> wife looked about 30 years younger than he did um hey. but i don't think it was because she was 30 years younger That's she was botox she botox she was botoxed out the butthole like bobby doll Yes, it was it was creepy, but um, so that's the only one I can think of that was like that would have cost a lot of money. That sounds like thousands on thousands of dollars. Honestly, it, it was like, all the donuts, <laughs> dude. Yeah, th- how much thirty six donuts? That's like thirty dollars anyway. That's like more than thirty. That's like forty dollars. It's great donuts. I enjoyed it. Crushing at all our meals, but when, uh, when I started secondary school, they gave us uh, cups of. <laughs> cups of raw, like blackcurrant squash and uh, and custard cream biscuits. That was pretty cool. And maybe a digestive, oh. maybe a digestive. You know, I I don't, but I do. Oh, you I mean, I know out, what mate. they are just because of you, but like, exactly. But <clears throat> you lot, you British people, I keep speaking to. I'm just trying to think now, like. I'm trying to think of some other crazy stuff that's happened now. So I want to uh, bring it back you, to the school because we've just been talking about you and your fucking partying. Did you? <laughs> I was a party place. animal. Uh, did you have a thing called a zero tolerance rule in school? In some places, yes. So you know what it is like? Yeah. If you get beat up, even if you don't fight back, you still get in trouble. Oh, I don't know about that. Okay, but... this is the zero tolerance rule. Zero tolerance for any, like, violent behavior. So if someone walks up to you and slugs you in the face, you're both going to get suspended because you're both a part of the problem, apparently. So even if you're getting bullied... Uh, I feel like that was a thing in school. Cause you, you still get in trouble. I always remember seeing, like, fights where, like, someone would, like, jump someone, beat the shit out of them, they wouldn't fight back, and then they'd both be in, like, um, solitary confinement. <laughs> yeah. It's just really dumb, but we had a we had a thing in our school. I don't know if it was a thing for yours. I can't remember what exactly it was called uh, off the top of my head, but pretty much it was like a little building off to the side, 
and it was for like really naughty kids where there wasn't there was like we're not going to suspend you but we're going to send you to like this place i'm just going to call it the hole because that's pretty much what it was it was like genuine solitary confinement for kids like for naughty kids when they get put in a room on their own with a desk and that was it yes. like a white room we called that iss in school suspension it's going to annoy me what the hell it was called uh but it, it was literally just it was like <laughs> fuck going to that is awful sounds awful but I, I thank god never got sent there but yeah. a lot of the kids are like oh there'd be a fight and you'd be like well they, that guy didn't fight back and it's like well we can't tell so iss became so, a yeah. much bigger thing once people realize oh if we suspend the bad kids they don't care because they're not going to do their work anyway and they get days off from school. So mm-hmm. might as well make them do their work in school. They're so they're still here. But. <sighs> I was lucky enough. I don't think I ever really... Got, I never got into a fight in school. Like, even with, like, the bullying, like, it never really happened at school, like, physical stuff. It was normally on the way home, like, outside of school. But I never got into a fight. There, to be honest, there was never really that many fights full stop of mine. Like... Very few and far between. More girls fought than men. (laughs) Yeah. I remember seeing some fucking vicious girl fights. Like, one of my favorite ones is I was walking down to, like, we we had, like, a cafeteria area. And you'd walk down, like, this, like, path. And down below it, so kind of like the the cafeteria was like in a ditch almost, I guess you could say. It was was sunken down into the ground. Mm -hmm. So there was, like, a walkway just above where the cafeteria was in a like, walkway below to exit. <laughs> and there was these two girls there. And <laughs> I just you hear a scream. One of them grabbed their fucking head, slammed it against the window. But she was holding a milkshake. And <laughs> the girl that got her head slammed against the window, wailed it against this other girl's head. <laughs> and it just like made this like <laughs> upside down U shape on the window in, in milkshake. <laughs> I'm just staring at it being like, what is happening? Then just seeing two girls holding each other's hair, just slamming each other into like the windows and walls and pavement. I was like, what's happening? Then like, I was big fuck off like cafeteria lady just comes out of fucking get to stop it. <laughs> <laughs> she beats them both up. Dude, dinner ladies in England, dude, they are more terrifying than a police officer. I'd rather like I'd rather get pulled over by a police officer than by a dinner lady. <laughs> I was I was collateral damage in a cat fight one time. Oh no. I was um I got milkshake on me a little bit. I was at a, my locker and I was just like getting my stuff out. I didn't even hear a fight going on. This it must have been like the very start of one. But like one girl got thrown into me. I got like hockey body checked into my own locker. Uh huh. By this chick who slammed into me, and I, she's a big girl. She's bigger than I was. She's huge, and I got like slammed in my locker. I was like, "What the heck?" And I turned around, and then both the girls are like on the floor, like beating the crap out of each other. And then like the circle forms, you know, that always forms when a fight goes on. And I was yeah. like, "What?" I was like, "I just got hit. I didn't even get to see it." But... <laughs> I. The only other fight that I saw was like a play fight. And I'll be honest, this is one of my favorite stories from fucking school because it's so just ridiculous. We had uh, two twins in our class and they were always little shits, constantly little shits. And uh, it was was during an English class and our teacher hated us. 100% just hated our fucking class because this was when I was in uh, year 10, 11. So basically, um, 
it was a bit of a safe haven for bad kids. And I noticed this about a few months into being into it. I'm just going to explain what I did. So basically, um, three of the five days I was at school. So we did five day weeks at school, not like like most places, you know, uh, unless you're in Japan where you do six. Uh, but we don't know that for sure. <laughs> it's unconfirmed. We wouldn't know about that. Um, <laughs> but so I would only do three days at school. On the Thursday, I would be off for a work placement. So I'd do work one day a week. I worked at a paint mixing factory and then I worked at a, like a, a supermarket here mm. doing security stuff, which was quite fun. And then on the fifth day, we went to college. Anyway, pretty much I went into it because I was like, dude, being able to do college one day a week because I really wanted to do motor mechanics, mm-hmm. that's a great thing. Like It's going to kickstart me. I'm going to be able to start co- college already you know two years into doing it sort of thing which is a, a great head start i'll be honest but i know that a lot of the kids were like i've only got to be at school three days a week that's sick sort of thing yeah. so we had a lot of little shit kids anyway back to the story these two uh twins would constantly fucking fight or just do random dumb shit but it was always just like in fun sort of thing never really hate each other but um this english teacher she comes back into the room right uh and there are these two twins. They had to be separated. So they're on the opposite side of the class, about two rows back. Yeah? One of them stands up and throws a chair at the other one across the <laughs> class. Right? Two rows back. And he throws it. It has his brother two rows back. All of a sudden, our English teacher collapses oh. at the front. She goes, ah! Ah! And we're like, what's happened? She's like, the chair! The chair hit me! And everyone in the class is like, bitch, it didn't hit you. It hit the guy <laughs> st- sitting next to the twin. Because <laughs> like, he didn't throw it far enough. <laughs> and he was like, what the fuck happened? This fucking English teacher just flopped. Straight up flopped. And oh. luckily, uh, the person, because we had like, um, like student services sort of thing, mm-hmm. and the leader of it, big man Mr. Mortley, mate, baldest man in the in <laughs> southeast England, <laughs> He came in and he took, like, interviews from everybody. Because it was like, mm. you know, if this is true, what this English teacher is saying is one of these kids has just assaulted a fucking teacher. Yeah. So he took, like, statements from a lot of different people. And also just like the whole class where everyone was like, the only person that should be suing right now is, I can't remember the name of it. I can't remember who it was. I think it was a guy called Michael. Doesn't matter anyway. Who did get hit with a fucking chair? <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, like everyone was just like, "This is what happened. This is what happened." And they didn't get in trouble uh, for that, but they got in trouble f- for throwing a chair across the class. And um, <laughs> the class after after they was like, it was like they came in and I was like, "Okay, like one of the twins are like, okay, you're gonna have to come with us. You know, we're gonna have to take you to the like to the to detention because I think they was going into the that's what I think it was isolation unit. I think it was what it was called. And he's like, nah, and he's." <laughs> these big windows at the back of our class and he just slides it, like, slides it to the side and he just grabs Dude. the top and swings out and we was and this class like the building is kind of near the gates to the school and you just see him just run for the gates and he left he what left a legend he left he came back the next day and then he was in the in the isolation but for what that, an for absolute that, legend he literally turned up he's like nah and then walked up to the back slid it open so casually flipped out the window and he's gone <laughs> That's awesome. The brother stayed there, and he's like, "Hmm." I think he went home after the class. I think he left. Like he left because he was like, "Yeah, they're both gone. (laughs) They're both both really." That's so good. (laughs) Straight up, fucking left. I only ever bunked off school once or twice. I'll be honest. Like I had my naughty times, but 
it was so fucking funny just seeing him just like nope just left there was there were these two people um when i was a senior so 12th grade so last year yeah who were kind of like the clowns of the school right and everybody liked them and they thought they were really funny and they were one one of them his name is brandon the names are justin and brandon brandon was the year younger than us justin was in my grade it was Brandon's birthday. And Justin was like, dude, you're my clown bro. We got to do something. I got to do something for you. Right. And Brandon said, there's nothing more that I want from you than for you to spank me. And I was like, what's going on here? So <laughs> lunch happening? rolls around. Everybody's in the cafeteria. And things start getting a little... You can feel the heat rising. Justin and Brandon sit down the table from me. We're on the same table, but it's kind of like down the way. All of a sudden, I see them both get up. And I was like, something's about to happen. And so like, I kind of like turn and look over. Brandon bends over the table, like lazes his upper body across the table and goes, Justin, I want you to spank me. And we're like, what's going on? And Justin comes up behind him, both hands, like double hands starts spanking him in the butt. And like, they're all both screaming at this point. Like they're going, ah, ah, ah. And the whole cafeteria is like, like just mesmerized by what's going on. As these two are like bent over, like screaming and like, Justin looks like he's humping Brandon, really, but, like, he's spanking him at the same time. And everybody's going ballistic. Like, this is the craziest thing we've seen all year. And Coach Tucker, who everybody hates, he's the PE teacher, It's like, doing his, like, he's, like, red in the face. Like, he's about to boil. And he comes running. He's like, what are you doing? What are you doing? And he's like, you can't be doing that. He's like, it's, it's, it's the gayest thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> you can't be doing that in my school. <laughs> <laughs> everybody is dying of laughter and even the teachers in the faculty because everybody knows about justin and brandon uh they're just, they're kind of like stifling laughs um but coach tucker writes them up because that was the gayest thing he's ever seen uh, and they got like a day of iss for it or whatever uh, but that was i uh, that was a good memory i mm. i feel like a lot of my memories i have from school are like either like bad memories or just like just kind of like scarring shit if that makes sense like not like not like oh this is like awful but like for example i was talking about bunking off school right we me and a friend of mine he was like i'll be honest very bad influence on me i was always a fucking good kid to an extent and he was like we should skip class i was like you know what fuck it yeah let's skip class you know like you're my good friend (laughs) you're definitely not a bad influence on me i swear anyway we go, we stay inside the school, but we found like there's this little area where a lot of the kids would go to smoke, sort of thing. Mm. So, uh, you know, sort of in a bush. Hardcore. Like really far at the back. So he's like, okay, we're going to go there and hide out through the whole of the lesson. Find out it's a terrible idea, right? Because this bush borders onto the big field I was talking about where the track and field was. Yeah. And there were people doing PE in there. Mm. So we were just hiding. In this fucking bush laying down for like an hour sort of thing. Halfway through, he turns to me. <laughs> you guys, Mitchell, man. I really need a shit. And we're like, I'm like, what do you fucking mean you need a shit? And he's like, I was like, you just gonna have to hold it. And he's like, no, I can't. 
this man, this kid, squats down next to me. <clears throat> and, like, do you know you see, like, a cartoon shit where it yep. kind of swells up? He lays one of those on the <laughs> ground next to me. <laughs> I couldn't fucking believe it. I was, and then he just kicked dirt over it afterwards. He didn't wipe. Well, I always think about that. He never well, wiped. Well, what is he supposed to wipe with? I don't know, a leaf, maybe? I mean, he's the one who fucking committed to taking a shit in a fucking bush, right? Mm. This all went wrong anyway, because afterwards, we like the PE teachers were kind of like, we, we thought one of them saw us, so we decided to run. And uh, the way that we ran went past the windows of the social services and the boldest, <laughs> <laughs> the, the boldest man in the world, uh, Mr. Wortley, saw us outside the window. We got back to class, uh, and then she was like, where have you been this whole time? And at this point, I'm just like, fuck, you know, like, I shouldn't have done this. And then all of a sudden, they're like, I, one of the teachers comes in and like, you need to get those two to stay f- like from like behind sort of thing. And I got put on a report card for like a month sort of thing. And it was like, you got to make sure like your teacher signs every single one of the of classes you go to. Because if you miss one, then you'll be back like and t- have to do another one. You'll do more detention. I had to like detention for a whole week. Never did that again. I tell you that. Awful. Fucking what a, what a waste of my time. I laid in a bush. I was say laid in a bush time. for a few hours or whatever. I know. There was another time as well where, like, we was um, walking from to and from class. Because sometimes we get sent, like, you know, oh, can you go over to this class to grab this piece of paperwork or something like that sort of thing, like, in the middle of a class. And uh, me and another person were walking past the, the same building and, like, gates that the other guy ran out of. <laughs> and maybe 50 students ran past us all out of the gate and up a road near it. Like us, because like opposite was like a farmer's field with like a big long drive that rip, like goes up to his house, and they all just ran through the gates and up that road, and we just stood there watching them like. There's <laughs> 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 no part of me like you should just join them at this point. Like they can't, they can't, they can't do us all in. <laughs> just stop, stop, stop. They can't stop us all. <laughs> they can't stop us all. But... <sighs> Awful. So, out of ten. How would you rate your school experience? How would I rate my school experience? For the stories and the memories of the good stuff and the funny stuff, I'd say like a seven, maybe an eight. The people that I met, definitely. But I had three, four years of trauma. (coughs) (laughs) So, uh, all in all, I'm going to give it a four out of ten. (laughs) (laughs) Dropped? Yeah. Uh, probably, I did have a really rough three, two or three years there, but my last two years were some of the best years of my life. Like, as far as just, like, having fun. Oh, yeah, 100%. Same thing. Uh, like, not like, oh, those are the best years, like, I peaked in high school, but, like. I mean, if it wasn't for that fucking school, I wouldn't have been threatened by two sixth, sixth formers uh, that they were going to kill me after, like, before yeah. they had sex in the toilets. Uh-huh. As, as, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna gloss over that one and just leave you with that. So, um, but you're probably like an eight and a half or a nine. Yeah, college, a hundred percent college oh. for me was oh. like a nine or a ten. Oh. I loved college. Oh, I loved college. My was fantastic. College experience. I'm not even gonna go over it because there's actually nothing to talk about. It was just great. Like it was just. Yeah. It, to be my... honest, it's, it's, we are just around like-minded people, and you're like, especially yeah. around mechanics. It was a group of twenty ki- like men and one woman, <laughs> just, just. Just bullying each other constantly. It was just constant banter and just actually working on stuff you like to yeah. work on. You're like, this is sick. I agree with that. You got but, anything else you want to add? Um, 
our next podcast, because <clears throat> I think we're ending here, it's probably going to be a special one. Yeah, so uh, as we're going to rank next... all the Persona Five waifus. So right? yeah, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna talk about Persona Five for two and a half hours. <laughs> we're actually going to we're actually going to talk about we're going we're gonna to do a live sit down recording with uh, with Blevins here playing through the whole game in one sitting. So it's going to be a yes. hundred. We're going to copy long. that other podcast that's doing it. <laughs> oh God, there is. There's another one of them. No? That's the one. Yeah, I was talking to you before we started recording. They're just going through the game. Fucking so if you got a hundred hours that you want to dedicate to it, we can go do to, that. Go to that podcast, but continue to listen to this one. But speaking of continuing to listen to this one, there will not be a recording next week uh, on the same day because I am not in town, uh, and also it's E three weekend. So I imagine even if we, I was, we'd be too busy watching that. However, we're probably going to do a midweek podcast, so probably Tuesday or Wednesday after E three is finished, and do a little E three special going over everything that's happened during that so hopefully hopefully it's going to be a good one we're totally going to be able to talk about Elden Ring right I'm <laughs> hoping no, I'm going to talk about right? PS6 bro that's what I'm looking <laughs> forward to honestly I want the Ouya 2 honestly I want the <laughs> this, the new Super Switch that's why I can't wait for it to be called the new Nintendo Switch we'll call Switch it the Switcheroo Super. if they don't yeah. just call it Nintendo Switch Pro I'm actually going to fucking find Miyazaki creator of Dark Souls and kill him <laughs> <laughs> no, no, find uh uh who's the Nintendo guy? Doug Bowser. No, Japanese man. Um the guy who makes Smash. Yeah, what's his name? Miyamoto? Is it I don't Miyamoto? think it's Miyamoto. I'm gonna find that guy. That guy, kill him so that my, my death uh thing bet that we made early this year becomes oh, true. Oh god, yeah, I forgot about that. That way I win and you don't. <laughs> yeah, let's just not tell anyone about that. That's a... You can guess what that is. Anyway. So, yeah. So, no podcast next week. Midweek uh, after that. So, probably around the 15th or 16th, there'll be another one up ready for your listening pleasure. Mm. But if you have made it to the end, thank you very much for listening to us ramble about the old days. I'm sure we'll bring up more of the stories along these lines in our future podcasts because, frankly, I, I know I haven't touched on everything and I'm sure you haven't either. It was a very long time of my life. But it's always fun to talk about. Mm. So, Well, until the next time. Until the next time. Follow us on, uh, <laughs> follow us on Twitter at AcrossPondMB. Uh, see you later.